what's up? Can you guys hear me? It's packed, packed crowd tonight. Thank you guys for coming. Um, if somebody could cut the music off for a little bit, please. I have, I just have a couple of announcements. Thank you so much. I just, uh, I have a couple of very important announcements to make. Uh, I, I just had like three comedians cancel on me. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> tonight is a, is an open mic edition of America's Next Top Comedian. So if anybody is interested in doing comedy and providing jokes for us tonight, you can sign up. You can just see me up here and, uh, we gonna, we gonna get the, yeah, go ahead. Like try to egg your friends on tonight. We won't judge. There's no need to be scared. It's just words. It's just comedy. It's just jokes. Nobody's gonna get hurt. Hopefully if we all obey the law, uh, doing a little sound check here. And so, yeah, man, hopefully a couple of people start shuffling in and we're going to get the show started in a few minutes. So yeah, see y'all later. I guess I'll just, I'll play some music over here so it's not as awkward. Alright, I'm back. What's up? How you guys doing? Thanks for coming to America's Next Top Comedian. All of America is aware of this show. I, I, I did my best at promoting it. You guys might all see on the tables, there's, I left you guys a little treat. It's, uh, it's business cards with QR codes on it. And uh, I just found out right now that they don't work. They don't work. I'm really mad. I spent good money on these business cards. And then my boy just tried to scan it right now, and it said, my 14-day free trial expired, so <laughs> god damn it. I just had a bunch of comedians cancel on me, too. We're about 20 minutes late. No big deal. No big deal. It's just comedy. It's just jokes. Uh, the way this is going is kind of a joke in itself, so that's kind of funny. Yup. We're going to go. We're going to have a good attitude about it. It don't matter. I'm glad everybody's here. Y'all having a party in the back. I hope, hopefully I don't interrupt it. <laughs> Hello, people in the back. Hi. You guys enjoying your, thank you. Yep, you, you guys are enjoying yourselves. Food looks good. Yup. Yup. We got a nice mixed crowd here tonight. Not that many white people. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yup. There we go. Yep, I like mixed crowds. I just, I did a show not too long ago in Modesto, and it was an all-white crowd. It was an all-white crowd. It was crazy. It's a different experience. I, I told them they all looked like their dogs had bedtimes, you know. Everybody here looks like they have dogs, but their dog can go to bed whenever they want, as long as they shut the hell up. Yep, I'm stressed out with good reason. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's been about a month since we did this show. What's something new and exciting that I've done recently? I, uh, I recently took a jujitsu class the other week. 
And uh, yep, yep, I, very eye-opening experience. I learned a lot about myself. I, uh, I got choked out by a 115-pound woman. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you guys are looking at a proud new gun owner. Yep, try arm-barring these bullets. That shit was humiliating, man. That shit was humiliating. She was Brazilian, too. She was fine as hell. It was embarrassing. I woke up with a boner. Yeah, I came in my gi. It was a no gi class. It was very humiliating. It was very humiliating. Oh snap! My parents are here, guys. The most important. Oh, hold on, hold on. Behind my parents, behind my parents is a comedian that just signed the air. Thank you for coming through. Yup, yup. My parents have been here for every single showing after the first showing. I asked my mom, what did you think of the show? And she said, I'm not looking forward to the next one. But I am very proud of you. Oh, look who just came out. By. It's, a, it's another comedian. Yeah. We are start. Things are going, going well. Maybe these QR codes are going to start magically working out of nowhere. So yeah, back to what I was saying. Just bought a gun. Very exciting. Very ex all day. I'm just at my front door waiting for someone to fuck around and find out. You know, I can't wait to legally shoot somebody. You know, I'm looking at my ring camera, just waiting. You know, I spent good money on this. Somebody's getting shot. You know, what do you want me to do? Spend all this money just to look at it? You know, I'm pretty new to the whole gun art. I've been. I'm too scared to really like take it apart. Don't want to accidentally shoot it. But I've been a. Uh, been trying to figure out where I put the batteries. Damn it, I knew that joke wasn't going to work. I tried it on like two people, and then my buddy was like, nah, man, that's not going to work. And now I tried, now he's just looking at me like, I told you it's not going to work. But it's funny. Failing is funny. Some people just like watching people fail. I'm stressed out. <laughs> I, uh, I just got a new job recently, actually. Shut the hell up. You don't even know what the job is, okay? Save your sympathetic wounds for the comedians who need it, okay? I just got a new job at a Chinese restaurant. Panda Express. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. First of all, Panda Express isn't a real Chinese restaurant, okay? Because if they were, they'd be, they'd be open on the holidays. Okay, sometimes I'll get a fortune cookie from Panda Express, and there's no fortune in it, you know? Like, what's going on? Am I going to die? You know, actually, I've been hanging out with my dad recently. He's over there. And uh, I've been trying to spend a lot of time with my dad because, you know, you never know. One day he's going to die. And so I've been, I've been, you know, I've been venting to my dad. I've been opening up and been telling him about how I feel and stuff like that. And uh, I, to I told him I wasn't gay and just so confidently. He's like, I know. I know. I've seen what you looked up on your computer growing up. But anyways, yeah, I was like trying to tell my dad about what I'm stressed out about, Panda Express. You know, it's a fast-paced job. A lot of Mexicans working at this Panda Express, actually. Never in my life did I think I'd feel out of place at a Panda Express. You know, it's just, they, they suck at teaching all day. It's just, ah, security, security, oh, come on, security, ah, wait, security, come on, security. I'm like, bro, bro, who the fuck has polio here? 
You know, you're going to get somebody sick. We're working with food. So yeah, I'm telling my dad this, and he could tell I'm all stressed out, and he just says, son, we're all going to die, including you. You know, so I think about that every time I'm stressed out. What else? What else is going on? Let's look at the list here. Let's see who we've got opening up doing some comedy. I wasn't going to do comedy tonight. I like to treat the open mics and shows that I do as a day off so I could just have the comedians make me laugh. Um, what is going on? Oh, yeah, my girl's here. My girl and his fa uh, her family. She, yep. She's Latina. It's my favorite genre of women, Latina. I'm really big fan of the Spanish speak. She ain't Brazilian, but you know, close enough. Close enough. That's a joke. That's a joke. Obviously, it's a joke. You know? <laughs> so yeah, her dad's there. Her dad, I think we get along pretty well. Mainly because he only speaks Spanish. So, yep. My name, oh, by the way, my name is Marconi. I don't know if you guys know this. I am the host. And, uh, yeah, uh, for the first couple of months of dating my girl, her, her dad kept calling me Maricon. <laughs> I'm like, man, what the hell is a Maricon, bro? I thought he was trying to say macaroons in Spanish. I thought he was trying to say I was a sweet guy. Boy, he thought I was sweet, all right. Yep, yep. Every time I'm fucking my girl, I'm like, who's the Maricon now? You know, I am a winner. Thank you guys for laughing. That would have been mad awkward if you didn't laugh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what else? What else is going on? Got a lot of people coming to my house asking me to sign up for this thing, this, this thing called solar panels. I don't know what the hell solar panels are. Solar panels. That shit sounds a little too much like astrology to me, man. And, and I don't believe in astrology. There's too much math, too much math going on in astrology. And if you can't tell, I fucking love math. I love math so much. I, I took geometry twice. Once in the 10th grade and then another time in the summer after I failed it the first time. I saw this crazy true story on the news not too long ago. It actually happened here in the city of Antioch. It was a this story about this ex-boyfriend who went to go kill his ex-girlfriend and her husband, he chased them from the gym all the way to the freeway and shot at them, shot at them while they were driving, shot at them like five, four times, shot his ex-girlfriend in the neck, in the chest, in the shoulders, in the back. It was crazy. Luckily, she's going to be all right, and, and they caught the guy, right? So I'm watching this with my girl. And she turned to me, and she's like, man, if I ever cheat on you or something, you better not do some out-of-pocket shit like that. And I just, I just felt so disrespected, you know, really? really? You think that about, you think I'm that kind of guy? You really think I'd do something like that? You know, you think, you think if I shot at you, you'd live? You know, you, you think they'd catch me, dummy? All right, okay, we're done with that. Is anybody from this city of Antioch, or at least like the, the radius of it? You guys from here? Who, who said woo? One of the community? You live out here? Concord. Okay, that's close enough. Did you guys hear on the news recently that they found a freaking body at the LMC Lake? No, yeah, they found a freaking body there. That was crazy. Did not think they'd find it. That's crazy. <laughs> 
All right, I think this crowd is warmed up. Let's get the real comedians going. You guys, by the, by the book rule, you're supposed to get five minutes, but I'm not going to be too strict. Tonight is like a substitute teacher kind of night. I'm just, you know, I don't care. I'm here for a paycheck, even though I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just, I just want to bring comedy over here. This is, believe it or not, this is the biggest, greatest comedy show in all of Antioch. So thank you guys for being a part of this. This is the biggest open mic that's ever, that Antioch has ever seen. Because it's the only open mic, this is the only comedy show that's ever been in Antioch. So thank you guys for being a part of history. And let's get this going, man. Let's get it going, man. First up, first up to the stage, man, is, a, is a, the guy who said he's from Concord. Mr. Jonathan Rios, get it together for Jonathan Rios. Thank you, bro. Yo, give it up for your host, though, putting this show on, right? Yeah. And also, give it up for yourselves for being here. There wouldn't be a show without y'all. Give it up. Give it up. Yeah. I like how he told y'all what city I live in. Now I can't piss anybody off here. Y'all know where I live. <laughs> Shit, but... So a little bit about me, I've always struggled with women my whole life. And I remember one time back in high school, I got the chance to talk to my crush. And she said to, she said to me, she was all like, you know, Johnny, you remind me of a movie star. And I was like, really, who? Really? Like Johnny Depp, Channing Tatum? And she said, no, you look like a really handsome chicken little. <laughs> Y'all see it? That's fucked up, bro. That's <laughs> hurt my feelings with that laugh. <laughs> Yeah, no, Chicken Little's doing better for himself now, though. I did uh, recently become one of the first in my family to graduate from college. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I don't mean to brag, but I did get a job and move into a much bigger house now. Because I now live back with my parents. <laughs> Man, it, it was cool back in the day, but now I'm a 25-year-old with a strictly enforced bedtime. Like, it's a pen and picture for y'all, man. My mom would tuck me in the bed at night, give me a kiss on my cheek, my forehead, and then my bald spot. It's hard, man. That's why I'm wearing a hat, because I don't want y'all to see the kiss on my head. <laughs> but I remember the, the first week that I moved back in, man, my mom keeps trying to treat me like a child. So the first week I moved back in, she tried doing my laundry for me. And look, I'm a grown-ass man. I could do my own laundry. And I let her know that every week after she does my laundry, <laughs> It's tough, man. I don't know if y'all can tell, but uh, I am a, a full-blooded Mexican, and uh, both my parents are actually from Mexico, but I came out looking kind of like a white baby, and uh, my dad doesn't want me to tell you all this, but I'm going to say it anyways because I'm here. He actually got a DNA test on me when I was born. Yeah, he didn't think I was his, and so did my mom because she didn't think I was hers either. <laughs> man, my, my dad actually realized I was his once I finally grew a thick mustache in kindergarten. Mexicans. <laughs> My mom, she realized I was hers once I finally grew her thick arm hairs. <laughs> I, I didn't get my mustache from my mom because hers is much thicker, so. <laughs> man, man, I keep trying to grow up. You know, I am trying to grow up. Like, my girl's told me multiple times that she thinks I have commitment issues, right? But I don't think I have commitment issues because I've been with my girl for three years now. And I think it's finally time for me to change her last name to her real last name. So now when she calls me, it won't say Daisy from Tinder anymore on my phone. <laughs> Man, I'm thinking like a five-year plan with her. Maybe like five years from now, I finally accept her Facebook friend request. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. She'll kill me. You know? <laughs> Man, now it's, 
It's crazy. I remember back when I was uh back when I was single, man. It was tough. Anybody here in relationships, by the way? Well, okay. All right. Those are very quiet, actually. Damn, y'all. Y'all not proud of that? We got some problems going on over here. We got. <laughs> But I remember back when I was single, man, I used to struggle with, like, depression and anxiety a lot, right? And now that I'm three years into a committed relationship, I think I'm about ready to kill myself. <laughs> Y'all stay quiet for that one. Y'all, you good? <laughs> yeah, you, bro. Don't kill me, though. Don't kill me. <laughs> Shit. Pouring people out in Antioch. This is a horrible idea. <laughs> man, but... No, yeah, I do, uh, I do love everybody in my family, though. I don't know if I mentioned, uh, my f- actually, I did mention my family earlier, but I love everybody in my family, though, and I realized that recently, uh, my grandpa was actually going through, like, an end-of-life crisis, and I know this because I went to my grandpa's house, and unfortunately, I caught my grandpa wearing skinny jeans. And look, look, skinny jeans don't look right if you got to pull them over a diaper. <laughs> I <I'm, laughs> I was telling my grandpa, like, yo, what's next? He's talking about he's ready to hop on Instagram, right? I'm like, what are you doing on Instagram, grandpa? Sliding some DM messages, you could break a hit doing that. And what's he going to tell a girl when he messages her, right? Like, girl, I'm 70, but this knee is brand new. <laughs> girl, when I pull up, all the protection you're going to need is life alert. <laughs> now, y'all didn't like that? Y'all don't like me making fun of my grandpa? It's all right. He used to whoop my ass when I was a kid. It's fine. <laughs> he still does. <laughs> Man, I don't know if y'all can tell from, like, how I'm talking right now, but I was a kid with, like, ADHD. I had a lot of problems, right? Like, anybody here a crazy kid? No, everybody who's a good kid here? For real? Y'all? Oh, y'all got one over here? Yo, there's a child here? Yo, <laughs> Yo if y'all don't already, I'm, I'm going to try to traumatize what I'm saying right now. I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> okay, y'all, y'all already taking care of that? <laughs> y'all already traumatizing enough? That's what's up. <laughs> and we ain't white. We don't do therapy. We don't, <laughs> we don't do that shit. But yeah, man, my, uh, my parents, like, they actually used a very advanced parenting technique to make sure I, kept, I stayed out of trouble. Very advanced. Some of y'all may have never heard of it. It's called beating your kids. Man, some of y'all clenched your butt cheeks when I said that. Some <laughs> man, it was tough. It was tough, man, but... For those of y'all that didn't like that, let me sell it to y'all real quick. Look, beating your kids is free. It's effective. And from, from the look of my mom's face when she was doing it, it could be highly enjoyable. I'm just saying, a huge stress relief. She, she still smiles about it to this day. She hit me so much, I don't have an ass anymore. It's gone. Like, it's just flattened out. Just like pizza. <laughs> man, man, I'm a... Uh, I am doing pretty well for myself, though. I am doing pretty good. Like, actually, a uh, uh, huge accomplishment, huge blessing from God. I uh, actually got into a doctorate program in the health field recently. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I know I don't look like it. I don't look like I work in a hospital. I look like I work outside of it, like, you know, like cutting the grass and shit like that. But, <laughs> but I do. I do. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. But it's like, since I am Hispanic, one of my white friends was telling me, like, hey, Johnny, like, are you worried at all that, like, you know, like your white patients may not take you seriously as a Hispanic doctor. And I was like, yo, I, I was kind of offended by that. Because what is the thing I'm going to do? Get a tattoo on my neck that says 18th Street, Southern Health Hospital? Because he's right. Damn straight, I'm a gangbang for Kaiser. Come on. <laughs> well, how much time that? One minute? All right. I'm going to end y'all with something new. Uh, something just happened. So if y'all don't laugh, whatever, it's all good. You know where I live. It's fine. I don't know. What, I don't know what that's to do with that. But, <laughs> man, so, uh, kind of like what he was talking about, a tragedy in my city. So, like, 
in my city, somebody uh, robbed someone, right? They did like an armed robbery, and then they drove away and crashed into a tree, right? And his friends actually carved his initials into the tree. And I think that's sad, because they basically just gave this tree its prison teardrop tattoos. <laughs> I'm thinking you, you could probably count how many years this tree's about to do, but how many rings it has. All right, new joke, didn't hit too well, all good. My name is Johnny Rios, thank you so much. Appreciate y'all, give it up for y'all. Appreciate it, brother. Let's hear it one more time for Jonathan Rouse, everybody. Promoting child abuse, promoting beating your kids. I didn't know there was a kid here, I didn't know. You guys smuggled it in pretty well. I, I went around, I was like, oh, snap. Glad, ain't got a win. I mean, you got you guys are here. You guys are here. You got. We're gonna take care of her. We're gonna take care of her. Him. Sorry, sorry. Don't mean to mispronounce their their they them pronouns. All that stuff. I was never beat as a kid. I don't know if you guys can tell by the way I talk. I've never been beat as a kid. Some of my friends sometimes say I should have been beat as a kid. It probably would have fixed my attitude. Um. My dad's bald. My dad's, yep. Yeah, he's proudly, proudly took his hat off. That's a big step because growing up, my dad wore toupees. My dad wore wigs, spent thousands of dollars on wigs. Not once did he think about quitting drinking or smoking, but the hair was important. My dad sold cars for a living, and he, I don't know, he just felt like having hair would bring the sales up like he was a damn news anchor. And so, yeah, man, one time I was in the, everybody's looking at my dad like, is he bald? <laughs> and uh, I was in the second grade once, true story, I was in the second grade, and I told my classmates that my dad was bald. My dad does have hair. He's got the Hulk Hogan going on. My dad's hairline ends here, all right? So he, so when he was too lazy to put the $1,000 toupee on, he would just put a hat on and grow the sides out like a true American. And so every time he picked me up from school, he would put the hat on, too lazy. And I told my classmates that my dad was bald, and they didn't believe me. And it really pissed me off that my classmates didn't believe me. They didn't think I was an honest guy. I'm a very honest guy. So when my dad came to pick me up from school, I strategically asked him to tie my shoe so he could get down to my level. And so the moment he got down to my level, I fucking knocked the hat off of his head. And he was scrambling and everything. All I hear in the background was one of my classmates yelling, he is bald, he is bald. You know, so my dad drove me home, was talking about, you don't disrespect your father like that, you don't do that. His ego was hurt from the second graders, but he was like, I'm going to tell your mom, I'm going to tell your mom. And so he, we told my mom, and my mom was laughing and was like, yeah, you don't do that, you don't say you don't do that, so... That was one of the only times in my life I felt like I deserved to get beat, and I didn't get beat. I did go to school the next day with a shaved head, so lesson learned. Get creative. Get creative with your punishments. Get creative. Take notes. Shave your heads, kid. We're going to move it on. We're going to bring it to the next comedian. This guy came all the way from the Stockton 209 area. Really excited. He's a great guy. Please, get it together. Put your hands together for Mr. Ruben Breezy. Oh, shit. What's going on? How's everybody doing tonight? Good? Yeah. All right, I'm going to, man, give it up for your host for putting this on. Yeah. 
Uh, I listened to his podcast, and I seen the picture of his parents. Mom's hot. Mom still looks hot. Hey, if you want to get rid of him, I'm already bald, so, you know, we could just fucking, you know what I mean? Let me know. But anyways, how's everybody doing tonight? Everybody's doing good? Man, woo! Everybody's doing good. Man, you know what? Like, I don't know, like, if I have a bad memory or, like, what's going on with me because, like, I remember I'm fat as when I'm start walking. It's like I forgot the whole time. Like, I'm living life like a skinny guy. I'm over here hitting on his mom and shit. But, yeah, I only remember I'm fat when I start walking, you know, because things started to get rough. I was kind of jealous of him, too, because he was up there dancing and shit. And it's like, well, I dance every time I walk because everything's, like, jiggling and moving and shit. So, yeah, that's kind of cool. But anyways, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, anybody from Stockton in here? What's up? Where's the killers at? Woo! Yeah, that's right. A little killer baby right there. That's right. Damn. That's hella cool, yeah. No, it's a trip being from Stockton. It's a trip being, like, so, I mean, most people think, like, you know, I'm, like, Mexican and stuff, but I'm, I'm actually Native American. And everybody can tell because of the hair, so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody got hella quiet. They're like, oh shit, he's, look, it's an endangered species. That's so cute. Like, everybody just got back from the fucking zoo. They're like, oh my god, that's, that's what they look like now. Damn, everybody got hella quiet. It's been cool being Native American. It's just kind of tough because, you know, there's no more heroes left. The white guys killed them all, so. <laughs> no, nah, but it's cool. Some, some white guys are cool, man. There's some white guys that we need in this country because they keep the country going. Because they do shit that none of us are going to do. I was at this show, and these white guys were there. And they were talking pretty scientific, engineer, white guy talk. And I was like, what do you guys do? And they're like, we work on boats. And I was like, what do you do? He's like, I work on boats. I was like, you know, never mind, man. That's how the Mayflower came over here, man. And we don't need more of that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, going back to being fat. Being fat's kind of crazy because... There's so much shit comes with being fat, because people think when you're fat, you're lazy. But that's the opposite, because you got to buy so much shit because you're fat now. So does anybody know what a sleep apnea mask is? Yeah, yeah I got one of those. It sucks. I thought it was kind of cool at first, because, you know, I'm a bald, fat guy. So I put the mask on, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm like Bane. I'm like Fat Bane, you know? And it's kind of hard when you wear the mask and you want to yell at your kids or something. But I got kind of used to wearing it, because I was like, Bane. I was like, of course I want the large pizza. Yes, <laughs> cheese sticks too. <laughs> I was born in an Italian restaurant. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like Batman too, so. Oh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, be, uh, being, uh, you guys are from Stockton, so you guys are probably going to get what I'm talking about. Does anybody know the difference between Starbucks's? Nobody? There's black Starbucks, and then there's white Starbucks. There's a difference. I'll eat at a black Starbucks. I'll, if they're washing chicken, they're going to clean up everything in a Starbucks. A white Starbucks, they're worried about the pronouns and shit. They're letting the homeless guy shit in the corner. They're not worried about how clean it is. 
I tripped out on the black Starbucks. It's cool. I like going there. There's one on West Lane, <laughs> West Lane and uh, March Lane. That's a black Starbucks. You guys go there? She got, that's probably the only Starbucks you bet. See? She knows. See? There you go. Black Starbucks. Certified right there. Even hotter Issa Rae knows that that's black Starbucks. Is that your boyfriend? Is that your mood? Oh, fuck. I was going to. My bad, man. She's having, I'm hitting on everybody over here in this section. You know what I mean? Yeah, cool. That's cool. That's good. But yeah, black Starbucks, it's cool because. Just because it's a black Starbucks, that doesn't mean everybody that works there is black. There's white people that work there, too. And you can tell that they hang out with black people because they got black haircuts. And you can tell they really have black friends. They're not just saying that shit. They're just not the fake BLM, you know, white guys. The only thing that sucks about a black Starbucks is the tip jar is always empty. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, that's a trip. Being a star... <laughs> Being Stockton's fun. I like it. Oh, shit. I went through all my shit. But anyways, um, yeah, what you call it? But tonight's a good night. I don't really see you guys have a good host. All right, that's my time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to my favorite Native American. He's my favorite. He's my only Native American person I know. Man, coming through, thinking on his feet. You know he didn't write that joke about my mom. <laughs> he thought with the quickness. I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the. Other <laughs> I forgot to mention. You, you remind me. I am recording this. Uh, I put it on my podcast for the world famous internet. Uh, you guys are supposed to be able to catch it with the QR codes if they're fucking working. But uh, yeah, I like that callback on the ball. I like. I like that. Do you, uh, do you guys think I'm going bald? I've kind of been going back and forth. Like, how many years do I have left until I get my karma for knocking my dad's hat off? Every day, I don't want to pull it back. I don't want to. Every day, <laughs> I spend about 20 minutes looking at my hairline, just like, fuck, it doesn't look the same as last week. And so I try, like, confining with my dad about it and telling him, like, fuck, dude, I think I'm going bald. And he just goes, like, well, you know, we could go to nuclear war tomorrow. You know, you're stressing out about nothing. You fucking lose your hair stressing out about nothing. Anyways, we're going gonna to bring you around town. We're gonna, we got, I got another 209 comic for you guys. This is his second appearance here on America's Next Top Comedian. So make some noise for Luis Harris. All right, uh, I'm just gonna give you a warning. Uh, my uh, routine's a little tame at the beginning, but it makes a hard pivot somewhere in the middle. See if you can catch it. Uh, Cause I've been trying to lose weight. Um, well, really, I got priced out of being fat. Like food keeps going up, and it's getting too complicated. You know, it's easy to be fat when you're a kid. You know, you just catch like some hurtful words in gym class, and you're on your way. Now you gotta think, do I really want to have to start taking like diabetes medication? Cause I gotta start paying for that as a fat adult, you know? Uh, that, that wasn't a hard pivot just yet. Uh, it, it's too complicated being fat now. Cause uh, I don't know if you noticed, there's like some division amongst fat people. Uh, like if you're on the smaller side, 
they call themselves small fats. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, as, that's about as original as they could come up with. And if you're like pushing 500, you're super fat. And if you're a, a smaller fat guy, but like you feel like you're super fat, then you're trans fat. <laughs> that's the one I am. Personally, I feel like that's the one I am. Uh, and it, really, it's the super fat that kind of ruined being a fat guy. Like, like they're aggressively overweight. Uh, I mean, they, they have to have like the little scooter and the oxygen tank to breathe, a little crew to help them. Basically, they're turning themselves into a little race car. Like, uh, you can just say, I'm transitioning into a race car. Like, like, that's as far as it goes. You know what's weird about pedophiles? <laughs> that, that was a pivot. It's like, do you think they consider what they're doing to be dating? Because uh, I was thinking about them on Valentine's. Do they need to worry about that on Valentine's Day? Basically, what I'm asking is, does a child molester have to worry about getting friend-zoned? Like, like I, I, I like you, I, you know, I just see you more as an uncle. You know, it's like, like, and not all relationships work out, you know, like, like some of they're going to have to break up, right? Like, I'm assuming you have to take them to, like, a public place, maybe McDonald's, it's like, sorry, Timmy, you're like, you don't do your homework, you leave your toys all over the floor. This is just isn't going to work, and you're more mature, you know? Like, like, all right, so there's this TV show I'm kind of obsessed with on TLC. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's about, like, a woman with dwarfism. Uh, and she has dwarfism in such a way that it makes her look like she's nine years old. At least they say it makes her, I can tell from the lines, she's, like, in her 20s. Uh, but, but the thing is, is she has a boyfriend, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's a pedophile. Like, he's attracted to nine years old, and I think that's unfair, because no one call, calls me out on bestiality when I fuck a fat chick. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, double standard here, double standard here. You know what bugs me about pedophiles, though? Is uh, the rampant racism. Michael Jackson, how many allegations of pedophilia? They were all white kids, not a single Chinese kid. You know, and I know this from experience, you know, because I was a pretty cute kid back in the day, and there was like a ice cream man that would come around, and he'd like, he'd give the, the other kids, you know, I know they're white, they got free ice cream, you know, never got me anything, you know, I came up to him and asked him, hey, what's, what's the deal? He's told me, yeah, I'm a pedophile, not a pedophile. That, that joke only works if you know I'm Mexican. Uh, a lot of people don't, don't know I'm Mexican. <laughs> I get confused for Jewish a lot. Really, the only thing Jewish about me is I think Jesus Christ had it coming. He was kind of cocky, wasn't he? Like, really? First guy to say, do you know who my father is? I mean, his big trick was turning water into wine. You know who else can turn water into wine? Anybody. That's how wine's made. If you go to a prison, all those guys know how to turn water into wine. You know? And, and his other thing, his other big trick, uh, miracle, sorry. Uh, not going to no blasphemy. <laughs> his other uh, miracle was multiplying loaves of bread. Now, imagine you're a baker trying to earn a fair coin, 
and a guy is pirating your own bread. Leave it to the movie theaters. That's theft. You can't make copies of this bread. You know what I'll do to the economy? No? Okay. Well, I'm not going to go into the economics of making free bread. Uh, but that's probably why he was killed. He was messing with the economy. Uh, I don't think I'd mind being Jewish, though. Uh, except for the anti-Semitism. I think there's a lot of, like, anti-Semitic conspiracies about how the Jews control everything. Um, which I think is a bunch of lies spread by the Jews. Because <laughs> if you ever hear the conspiracy, it's like, and we control Hollywood, and the government, and and the weather, and you guys better stop making up us of them. Sorry, of them. You know, uh, it, you know who else, like, people think controls the world is uh, Satanists? Like, the people thought that Ronald Reagan was a Satanist or that he was saying Obama was a Satanist, something like that. But have any of you ever met a Satanist? They're a bunch of fucking losers. There's no way these guys are holding down jobs. <laughs> They're not going to control the world. Uh, I mean, basically, a Satanist is a hippie that wears a lot of black. Like, and no one that is asking me to recycle is going to control the world. That's the way I, I think about it. I have, I have a little issue with uh, religion. Um, I think I really the, my big problem is with like rituals and ceremonies. Like it's a, I feel like it's a big waste of time. It's like I want to start my own like cult. It's gonna be co just called the cult of sucking my dick. Like that's where this is going anywhere. Like has there ever been a religion that just didn't end with this guy getting blown? That's how, that's why women don't start religions, you know. Because all a woman needs to do is ask, and you'll have a guy eating her ham wallet in seconds. Uh, how much time do I have, Marcone? <laughs> you're at seven minutes, but oh I'm, shit! I'm being generous because you're on five. Can you tell them? Can you tell them the jokes that I like? Uh, the two jokes that I like, if you don't mind, for the free. Well, tell tell me the basic premise. Uh, <laughs> One of them is about growing, and then the other one is oh. about getting in trouble. All right. Okay. I'll do those two and then I'm out. <laughs> I'll do Thanks, man. Thanks. Okay. So the, the one about growing is like, because I'm 29 years old now. Like, I know I look older than that. But basically, every time, every time it's my birthday, I like to measure myself to see how I'm growing, even though I'm 29 years old. But like, it's no good. Every year, I'm still only two inches. Yeah. Um, and the other one's about how I got in trouble, because uh, cause I was singing along to my third song, and I said the N-word. But I, I was singing Wonderwall. <laughs> I just think it sounds better if I toss it in there. All right. That's it, Mark Cody. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for those last two jokes. Those are my favorite. Those stuck with me when I first heard them, and I just like seeing people's reactions. Hey, I got a really important announcement to make. If I could get everybody's attention, even the staff, including the staff, I'm hungry. So I, 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 was, I was wondering if I could order through the stage, if that's appropriate. Can I? Can I? All right, thank you. Yeah, I would like, let's see this menu here. I would like a... I would like a classic bacon cheeseburger, please, and uh, a side of garlic fries. 
That's it. No more. No more orders. Man, rats! Damn it! Ah. Oh. It's open. In and out is open. Dang it, man! My girl was like, "You want to order something?" I was like, "I'll wait. I'll wait until it's appropriate." Damn it! These are, huh? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. No pressure. Take your time. Moving on. <laughs> that was fun. Um, we got another comedian from the Stockton 209 area. This guy is making history in America's Next Top Comedian. This is his third appearance here. He's gone to every single episode. He's a regular here, basically, as, as what we would say in the culture of comedy. So please put your hands and feet together for the comedy stylings of Mr. Jethro Yee. Thank you so much, Mo Monica's in Antioch. I just wanna just wanna add on and ask, can we add tater tots to that order? No, no, no one's even looking. I I was hoping to eat afterward my set, but it's okay. So what a show, Marconi, what a show. Lots of bald jokes, lots of bald guys coming up. Last you guys are bald. Give it to those guys. Look at these lights, guys. I love the atmosphere in here. Uh, it reminds me of a new sign I bought at my house. I, uh, I, have an M I have a light up MTV sign, but I never plug it in. And that's because I prefer MTV unplugged. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, guys, kind of exciting, kind of exciting. It is my birthday next month. I am turning 28. I am celebrating birthday month. So all month long, 30 days, I have 30 different friends I can't get together. So each friend gets a birthday with me. Okay. So uh, kind of exciting too. I found out I have the same birthday as Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting to me. But <laughs> so uh, that's kind of cool because uh, I like her a lot. I want to be just like her. I think it helps that I look like her. I uh, I dye my hair black, but I'm legally blonde. Uh, and then uh, so so guys. Uh, you could change your, you could change your relationship status in social media, but I've come to realize that your email subscriptions won't know, because I got an email from proflowers.com asking me to send uh, flowers to my ex-girlfriend on Valentine's Day. So I would like to thank proflowers.com for reaffirming that I'm a loser. <laughs> uh, the email read, Jethro, send flowers to Angel this Valentine's Day. I mean, I would love to, but I'm not sure if she'd, she'd receive them. I was really into that girl, though. I bought her a, uh, I bought her one of those pepper spray keychains. You guys know the ones? A lot of college students have them. Um, but she brought something up to me one time. She's like, does pepper spray affect blind people? And I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, she's right. Is, is the... Is it a sight or a feel thing? Because when you spray the pepper spray, the first thing you say is, oh, I can't see. But, but it's a feel thing. Like, it, feel, it feels hurt. And then I, I, I just told her, hey, you know what? If, if, the pep, if, you run, if you ever run into a blind person and it doesn't work, I will buy you the upgrade of pepper spray. I will, I will buy you salt and pepper spray. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, you can spray them in the mouth. <laughs> so... Um, so besides her, I, uh, I'm on Tinder, guys. I, uh, I matched with a girl yesterday. Kind of exciting. Uh, I really hope she's not a bot. 
I, I think it's going somewhere. She asked me about my favorite movies, and she asked me if I had any money wiring apps. I, I, I think it's going somewhere. Well, I, I really did match with a girl yesterday, though. Her name is uh, Margaret. She's a seven, but her name is Margaret, so she's a 10. Uh, I'm, I'm into the girls with the old lady names. That's why a couple of years ago, I voted for Elizabeth Warren. I, uh, I, have a, I have a coworker, her name's Camille. That's an old lady name, that's pretty hot. Uh, she rides in every day in her, in her white, uh, shit, okay, her white car is really nice. I forgot the logo, fuck. <laughs> She comes in every day in her white car. I call it the Camille-mobile. It's, it's very old-fashioned. It has, um, it, it can hold a hearse in the back. She's about to die. But no, she makes these faces at me at work. I'm not sure if she's having a stroke or she's trying to get with me. I, I, I'm, I'm still into it. Well, well anyways, uh, I'm, I'm preparing for a hot boy summer for the uninitiated. That, that is when you get really ripped during the summer to take, I'm sorry, you get really ripped so you could take photos during the summer. Uh, last summer, I made the mistake of starting Hot Boy Summer in the summer. So I'm starting right now. I've been working out every day. Give it up. Yeah. Doesn't look like it, but I'm getting there. I, uh, beginning of the year, I bought, a, uh, I bought a yoga mat from Target. They were on sale. Um, it is a guy named Matt that teaches me yoga. I don't get why I need the yoga mat though, because I just used the yoga mat to do push-ups. I could have just done push-ups on the ground. I didn't necessarily need a yoga mat. <laughs> Let's see, where was I at? Everyone doing good tonight? I got some bald jokes. I got some fucking bald jokes. My dad's bald. No, 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 no I, I wasn't going anywhere with that, but my dad really is bald. So uh, let's see, yoga mat. So uh, I'm a writer, guys. I'm a writer. That's what I do for a day job. Kind of cool. I, I write for Marvel movies. I'm a, I, write a, I wrote a new character, his name is Dr. Estranged. He is a doctor that leaves his wife and kids to be a magician. Yeah, the, the word estranged means, okay, they're figuring it out. <laughs> so he's part of the Divorcee Avengers alongside uh, Captain Middle America, Flat Iron Man, and the Incredible Sulk. He's like the Hulk, but even more sad. So, uh, where was I, where was I? Uh, I'll leave you guys on this, Monica. Well, what's the status on the tater tots? No, anyways, <laughs> I'll leave you guys on this. Um, I, I have a lot of confusions with Greek people because I don't understand their salads. Uh, they're too salty, where do the olives come from? You know who made a good salad? Caesar made a good salad. Cobb made a good salad. But you know who was a real innovator in the salad game? Fruit was. Fruit made a good salad. No lettuce in the salad. Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. The kids love it. But what really blew my mind was when Caesar collaborated with chicken to make the chicken Caesar salad. It's like a feature on a rap song. All right, thank you so much, Monica. I'm table four if you, uh, if you want to send this table crossover. Bring back Marconi. Cancel that tater tots order. It's getting Asian out here. I think that was the first Asian guy, right? Yeah, that was the first Asian guy besides me. Don't know if you guys know I'm Asian. And we about, hold on, wait a minute. The next comedian's supposed to go up, but I don't see him. What's going on?
Not this guy. No, not, not yet. I'm sorry. What the hell? And, and if anybody were to do it, it would be this guy. I feel like he went to the bathroom, but I'm just going to talk about him until he shows up, I guess. Because I swear to God, I just seen him right here. All right, I'm sober. There's no way that I'm just seeing things. He went to the bathroom. We're going to talk about him until he gets here. I'm going to introduce this guy properly. This guy's been on the podcast before. And if I could, 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 if I could describe his comedy in one word, it, it would be chaos, dude. More chaos than how I'm sounding like this guy is. Here he comes, dude. This is the man I'm talking about. Asian number three, man. Give it up for William Zhao. The comedy stylings of William Zhao, dude. Knock it out, man. Don't eat Mexican food. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, I don't know what it is about this place, but every time I come here, I always go to the bathroom. Uh, it's not because I'm anxious. You know, Mexican food's really fucking terrible. Um, <clears throat> da Chung Lo. You're laughing. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if I should tell you the story of when I went to jail or just say Da Chung Lo. Maybe I'll do both. Um, it doesn't that guy look like Gru from uh, Despicable Me? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty funny. Okay. Dodging low, 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 dodging low. Fuck yeah, dodging low. All right. Um, I was just channeling the autism in my body for real quick. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I was never what's it called a special ed kid, but uh. I was one rung above that, so I'm not autistic, but you know I'm a little slow. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot, I think a lot of I went to Los Angeles one time to tell comedy. I think a lot of comics were like, "Is this kid uh, autistic, or why is he not talking to me?" I was usually saying, "Should I introduce myself with a dick joke, or should I say Dodging Low?" You know, that's why uh, that's why my brain was so slow. Um, I meditate. Uh, fuck yeah, Dodger Mo. I'm also a meditation teacher. Not really, you know? Uh, but uh, I'm one of those assholes that say, oh, I have a guru and I meditate and stuff, you know? Anyone here meditate? Woo! Yeah, meditation, you know? I think it's really funny uh, when this guy, Ram Das from the 70s, um, hey, it's a comedy club. Hey, you better listen to me tell jokes. I, 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 well, I didn't drive. My mom drove me pretty, pretty fucking far. Quiet down, kiddos. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I could probably kill myself with this. Um, have a good one, buddy. I think I actually made a sex joke about Marconi's girlfriend last time I was here, not knowing it was Marconi's girlfriend. Hello. Have a nice day. Uh, hello. Um, anyway. Do you guys know what uh, Da Chung Lo means? No, it means uh, success in Chinese, because I'm obviously Chinese. Um, it also means eating ass. I'm like, what's the difference, right? <laughs> yeah, I always say it's, it gets funnier every time you say it. Um, or a little part of me dies a little bit every time I say it. Yeah, um, yep, yep. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, Dodge and Low. You know, I, I think I'm autistic. I'm not saying that because I'm anxious. Um, 
Hey, man, thanks for grabbing me from the bathroom. I was going to tell you that. Don't eat Mexican food, you know? Uh, you guys like uh, Mexican food? I love uh, Al Pastor tacos. I used to get it all the time in Los Angeles, you know? You know? Uh, yeah. Dick Joe Suicide. Dick joke, suicidal, suicide and uh, comedy. It's a great mix. Uh, and Mexican food. Um, yep, yep. Uh, yep, yep. Dodge and low. Hmm. There we go. Uh, yeah, I was getting comfortable with the Dodge and low. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Okay, now I think I'm going to tell some more jokes. I did go to jail this one time for two weeks. Uh, what was I going to say? Fuck yeah, Dodge and low. All right. No, I did not get butt fucked. That was later. Um, oh, thank you. He laughed. Thank. Um, I thought he was gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, no, it's COVID because you're not supposed to, you know, talk to other inmates. Well, you can talk to them. Um, you guys ever been to a screaming match with uh, some neo Nazis? No. It's kind of scary. <laughs> It's, sorry, <clears throat> it's kind of scary, but the only way to retaliate against the fucking, uh, the prison guards was to throw my tray of food, <laughs> throw the only tray of food I had outside of the, um, the little slot they give you, and I was like, he's like, don't do that, man, we got, uh, we got bugs coming in, it's Arizona, um, and that scared me, because I was like, I don't want, like, a five-foot tarantula in my, um, in my jail cell. Yeah, like two days later, you know, I talked to this judge on the TV, and he's just like, um, you're a comedian, huh? Like, um, tell us a joke. No, no, no. He's like, you're a comedian. You don't seem very ha real happy to be a comedian. I'm like, uh, I think that's because I'm in jail right now. Um, sorry, I'm not really in a, a positive mood. I lie. I missed three book shows for this. Um, but uh, the reason why I got there was actually because I was, uh, you know, <clears throat> I said I was a meditation teacher, right? So that obviously means I'm super passionate about meditating, right? And crystals and shit. So I, I trespassed into a, uh, I trespassed into a meditation center. I get arrested, and when the cop is like, hey kid, tell me your name. I'm like, oh, I, I know, I'll lighten the mood. Uh, I'd say, my name's Bobby Lee, the famous Asian American comedian. Apparently, uh, don't tell a cop a false name. I was praying to whatever higher power, like, oh, please, you know, don't, that, that joke, this is a fucking joke. Hopefully it's not a, um, <laughs> it's not a, not a crime, apparently it is. Um, yep. Yep. <clears throat> Dodge and low, fuck yeah. Yeah, Dodge and low. Yep, yep. I can't tell if that's autism or I don't have nothing to say. Um, yep, Dodge and low. How you guys doing? It's a pretty good night tonight. Um, you guys look like you're doing pretty good here. Uh, what are you guys doing over there? Um, you know, I like this lighting over here, man. Bud Light, you know? Oh, there you guys are. Okay. Um, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, last time I um, smoked marijuana is kind of scary. Turns out if you smoke too much of it, the uh, THC oils can, like, uh, inflame your brain. It feels like uh, your brain's, like, in hot water. It can be quite uh, un unpleasant. Anyone, uh, does anyone have that experience here? Yes, you? All right, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh my God. I'm talking to God. The world's a simulation. The Jews, you know. Um, I don't know, I went to Hollywood, guys. There's a lot of them there. And I made friends with them, you know, because 
if they control the world's money, I have to be friends with them. Uh, yeah, they kicked me out, actually. Can you guys guess why they kicked me out? I couldn't stop saying, Dodge I remember this guy called Yosef, you know, he's pretty buff. You know, I was like, Dr. Low, and I, I hear him washing dishes, and he goes, oh, fuck it, for the last time, he walks out, and he says, hey, Will, uh, you're going to have to leave. And I'm like, well, why? He's like, stop saying Dr. Low. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Who doesn't want to be famous, right? Yeah, but uh, I don't know uh, if I'll be famous, Dr. Low. Oh, I already got the light. All right. Well... Thank you. Yeah, stay Will up there for a second. I just want to. I want to say something, man. <laughs> Halfway through your set, I kind of wanted to just like be like, you want to just talk for five minutes? You want to just have a conversation? You know, but uh, I let you keep going. I didn't want to disrespect you. You know, that's the last thing. But I swear to God, ever since I met you, I at least I say Dachin Lo at least once a day. That's I swear good. to God, dude. It's something that happens to people it's I know. It's contagious, you know. And I know there's some yeah. people that probably aren't listening. Whatever. Fuck them, bro. It don't matter. I, as a comedian to comedian man, I really think you have a bright future. I stop laughing. Stop laughing at him. Whoa, 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 I'm not a comedian. I'm a meditation teacher. Right? Oh, my bad. I'm a fake. My bad. I'm a fake life coach. This is going to give life advice after the show. This is a side hustle for this man. He's a damn Swiss Army knife of life, and I, I truly think, from the bottom of my heart, I think you are a gem. I I feel like if you just keep doing what you're doing, you're doing you. And I respect that. You're you 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 your own thing, and you don't let nothing get to you. I fucking I respect that, and I hope I hope you just you're young. You're like what, 21, 22? 21. 21. Can you yeah. do something for me? Can, yeah. yeah, dude. So I just feel if you keep doing this for 10 years or something, you're gonna go somewhere. And even if you don't go anywhere, the world the world deserves it. You need the, the world needs your kind of art. At least I, at least I think so. Dude, you're gonna be fucking dying out here, man. So Thank I just, you, uh, you know, you. I just gotta give you your, your flowers or whatever. So give it up for William Zay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm very grateful, you know, to be here. On the count of three, we're all oh, gonna no. say Da Chung Lo. One, two, three, Da Chung Lo. My bucket list. Thank you. They're really making this burger special, huh? <laughs> Will did that. Damn, Will did like nine minutes, yo. Um, moving on, dude. We got one more. No, we don't have one more, actually. We got like, hold on. Let me look at my handy-dandy list here. I'm sorry. It's an open mic. No big deal. It's just comedy. Uh, we got one, two, three, four. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Give it up for the, give it up for the worker, man. Thank you for your service. Saving the day. My stomach was eating. It's a, I fasted all day. I'm on about a four-hour fast, so, you know, it's crazy. We've got about four more comedians left. We have somebody uh, who signed up to save the day because I had a bunch of cancellations. But uh, introducing next, this, this guy's been on Canon TV. He told me to say that. I don't know what that is, but he told me to say it. And, uh, yeah, guys, please give it up for the comedy stylings of Mr. Chucky Fun. Stop. Keep it going. Keep it going for Mark Henry. Keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the old goofy white guy. That's right. It's Chucky Fun, for God's sakes. It's Chucky Fun. Let's all go and do the Chucky Fun rap. 
Who took a form? You're so funny. Got some syrup that tastes like honey. Don't make grandpa twerk. Don't make him do it. Oh, for God's sakes. Chill out. Ladies in the back. My little uh, chocolatecita's back there. Oh, for God's sakes. I'm up here. It's Chucky Fun. It's a white man here. A crazy white man. Ladies and gentlemen, a spoon magnified a million times. Whoa, let me in. Whoa, let me in. Whoa, let me in. I am spoon Oh, for God's sakes, he's a crazy guy up there. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it. How about this? Ladies and gentlemen, my impersonation of a food fly. Bath, 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 bath. Shoe stop, bath, bath. My impersonation of a Spanish fly. Hey, buzz, buzz, mamacita. Buzz, 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 buzz. Oh, for God's sakes, my impersonation of a black widow. Sorry, a black widow. Honey, I had to kill him. He came home smelling up like that alcohol. I had to peep slap him upside his head eight times. Oh, for God's sakes, my impersonation of a wasp. Oh, Murphy, Murphy, where's the Tesla? Where's the Tesla? Where's my pickleball? Oh, for God's sakes, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go crazy. All right, how about this, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a bee. Buzz, 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 I'll be back. Oh, shit, I fucked that up. Buzz, 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 I'm going to get my stinger chopped off. My stinger's gone. I'll be back. It's a ladybug. Oh, for God's sakes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, my impersonation of Donald Trump as a fish. Everything's great. Everything's just great. Everything's great. Oh, for God's sakes. I'm getting tired. How about this? My impersonation of Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, you ladies in the back. It's time for my booty call. Yes, this old white guy's going to have a booty call. You know what that is? I'm calling my proctologist. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, I don't know. I have to tell you something, guys. I love being Antioch. You know why? Because Antioch is Brentwood without the attitude. I love that. Also, too, Marconi's a great guy. I actually have to admit something. Comics, you comics from the 209, this is a true story. Look at this. I actually came here last week. And I got the, like, the shit scared out of me because they had, they had country two-step dancing here. I was sure, like, where the fuck am I? What am I doing here, man? Just goddamn. I saw the beautiful Filipino, uh, there's a the, the bartender over here. 
please tip her well, you know what? Please tip her well. She's working really hard. I think you cheap fucks are not going to do it. You know, pay. Are the ladies going, hey, sisters, what's up? Come on, stay a little bit. Come on. You're beautiful. Come on. I want to get like a, you know, a chocolate sundae or something. You know what I mean? You got a little Oreo thing going. Hey, Oreo, you know, white old guy, Oreo thing going. Oh, for God's sake, you poor guys. You know what? I feel bad for you. You got your kid along. You know, this is probably your date night out and everything. I really, you know, it, it's bad because I know that feeling because I have two kids. My little babies are 22 and 25. They're like little, little kids right now are like little beautiful little kids and then they turn into fucking tigers. They talk back to you. They talk shit. Then they go and they basically are like, like little diablos. You know what? I can tell you something. Just enjoy yourself. Thank you very much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Salvador Charlie. Hello, this is Salvador Charlie. And I want to say to all our Mexicanos over here, all our peoples, everything, I am the greatest lover of them all. And why do you two, why are you here? This, why are you here? You guys are handsome young men. Why don't you go speak to those beautiful women over there? I think they want some coochie coochie. Go, go and introduce yourself. Stop playing with your cell phones and everything. And you, you find people here. You've been very patient, mucho paciencia. I think that, you know what, what is your name, beautiful woman? Lily. Lily, oh my God, you are so beautiful. I'm not understanding her with my eyes. I'm not. Oh, la chingada, que linda muchacha. This is muy linda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You and the human make a nice couple. Because you, oh my God, I'm sorry. I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I forgot I'm in Antioch. I don't know what the hell that was. In Antioch, you guys really get around. Oh, you two over here. Don't tell me you are a couple too. Uh, are you? I, I don't know. If not, I would like to be in the middle of something here. You know, that's good. I like this beautiful mamacita. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like a light chocolate mocha, this one. I like this one. What's your name? Oh, my God. Oh, you are too beautiful. And you guys, I want you to go home. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, later in the night when the, you know, you say, is he asleep? You know, when you, is he asleep? <laughs> He's waking. Oh, I, I, no. Just enjoy yourself. I am Salvador Charlie. I am an aphrodisiac. And you, Filipinos in the back. Hey, you. You know, I know you're going like this. Marco, what happened? What you're not getting at my mom tonight, Mr. Chucky. I am not getting at my mom. You've already. I am not. I am saying he's a good boy. He's not a gago. He's no gago. I like this boy. He said, oh, wait a minute. And then uh, the, 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 the one woman in the back who's been very silencia when all the people in the back have been talking, I want to say something to you. Right? You specifically, Mamacita, right? I am a little bit, I, I'm going to test him. I am a little bit of a chubby chaser. So you be careful, okay? All right, give it up for Chucky. Fun, everybody. I All love right. him. Go off the roof. All right. You gave me the light. I love you, Marco. Met that guy on Facebook. That was my first time meeting that guy. It was an experience. That's what we get at an open mic. You never know who's going to come through, man. And that's what I'm here for. That was funny. We got three more comedians left. I'm very excited to introduce this certain person to you guys. 
The next comedian who's coming up. Also, I, this is also my first time meeting him, actually. So I don't take responsibility for anything that goes on. Not trying to speak down on it or nothing, but I'm still excited to meet new people here. So guys, give it up for the comedy stylings of Mr. Mike Let's go. Yeah. Oh, I got one here. How you doing, Antioch? Yeah. I'm so fucking glad you asked. Is there children here? Can I swear? Can I swear? All right. My therapist told me I need an outlet for my creativity and my anger. So I'm here doing stand-up comedy. Right here, right now. Put down your fucking phones, okay? I'm real fucking worked up. I'm worked up because it's raining outside. That's number one, okay? Strike number one. Strike number two, I wear my white fucking pants. Okay, I wear my white fucking pants and it's fucking raining out. Okay? Fuck. Three, third reason why I'm fucking angry tonight, all right? I went out for Vietnamese food. I got to go pho. I got pho to go, all right? I'm walking, look, I know it means I'm a lazy piece of shit, all right? If you get pho to go, you're not supposed to get that to go. It's just one of those things. But look, there's no reason to shame me about it, okay? All right? They made me walk up past everybody who ordered their soup, IRL, okay, and go and pick up my soup, my pho to go, all right? And I can just tell, everybody who's watching me walk up there thinks that I'm some lazy piece of shit. They're like, why would you get pho to go? That doesn't travel well at all. I'm like, I'll show you what's going to fucking travel well. My fist into your vermicelli bowl. All right, let me tell you what else fucking pisses me off. All right, conspicuous readers, all right? People who are reading conspicuously. They're out here in public. They're in a place where we're supposed to be enjoying stuff, out at a bar or a park or a BART bus, a uh, BART train, you know, and they're fucking reading. Okay, they're like, eh, like this fucking guy. What the fuck are you reading, Crime and Punishment? I'll show you Crime and Punishment. I'm about to commit a crime, and then I'm going to get punished for it. You know what else fucking pisses me off? When I can't fucking remember what's next. They say fucking permanent, Mark, this shit isn't permanent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what fucking pisses me off? People say have a safe flight. What the fuck does that mean, have a safe flight? What control do I have over the weather the fucking flight is safe? Okay? Fuck. And what's an unsafe flight? There's no such thing as an unsafe flight, okay? There's flights and then there's tragedies. There's nothing in between. Okay, there's safe flights and there's tragedies. All right. Last thing, last thing that really fucking pisses me off, all right? I'll get out of here. Last thing that pisses me off, okay? Who the fuck said which way you have to sit when you're on the toilet? <laughs> All right? There are no instructions out there for which way your feet have to face. Okay? I'm just saying, why aren't we making use of this nice little platform we have here? Okay? Other good thing is, when you're sitting the normal fucking way on the fucking toilet, all right, if you don't tuck your shit enough, 
It sprays out between the toilet seats. You know? It gets all over the ground. You never know how much liquid you're going to piss until it's all over the ground. Because that shit fucking sucks. It's messy as hell to clean up, especially with one ply. And it's the hardest shit ever to explain to your hostess. Okay? Because they don't fucking get it. All right? But they got to make better use of that, all right? We got to start taking charge. We got to sit on the toilet the way we want to sit on the toilet, okay? All right, let's use that little platform. We can use that for writing. We can use that for reading. We can use that for eating food. We can read on that shit, dude. You can read Crime and Punishment on there. Do that shit on the toilet, all right? In the privacy of your own goddamn home. Thank you, Antioch. You've helped me get a lot off my chest. Give it up for Mike, the angriest in-and-out employee I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I know those white pants when I see it. Very important announcement to make, guys. I'm satisfied. The food was good. Not even done yet, but... um. Look, uh, like I said, this is an open mic, and somebody came to save the day. Somebody signed up in place of a comedian, and this is this person's first time ever doing comedy. Yeah. So we got to give him the, the most amount of respect that we can, man. Thank you for making your comedy debut here. Guys, give it up for Miss Jade Sade. I'm sorry, I had to clean up the mic because of course the white guy that just went before me put his mouth on it after the other white guy scrubbed his pink meat with it. You might as well have given him a blowjob. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I give enough of those, clearly. Okay, y'all, this is my very, very first time spitting some bars, you know, giving... <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm nervous, but... I'm nervous a little bit, you feel me? I didn't know there were so many people from the 209 out here. It's kind of weird because I thought Stockton was a lot blacker, but <laughs> that's just me, you know? So I'm from the north side, and I basically, when, when people are like, I grew up in the hood, them niggas didn't really grow up in the hood. But I really am from the hood. If you know what the Hamptons are, the Polo Runs, Kelly Drive, and Fox Creek, that's where all the Asian Crips be at. That's the hood, okay? So hear me out. Growing up, though, in Stockton was so hard because I was too black for the white kids and too white for the black kids. <laughs> God bless. God bless. I actually wanted y'all to stay. I didn't give a fuck what nobody was saying because I need my people, you feel me? I, God bless. This is the shit, boy. God bless. I already fuck with y'all. It's Miss Black History Month. <laughs> but I actually was always kicking it with the vatos because nobody accepted me when I was growing up. I, I couldn't kick it with the black kids. I couldn't hang out with the white kids. I was actually, oh, my son's laughing. I love that. <laughs> I know. We're probably, y'all probably think we're like terrible parents. It is past his bedtime, whatever. But we don't give a fuck because he's healthy, he eats a lot. He shits everywhere. He's great. 
You feel me? We out here breaking generational curses. I'm a homeowner. I got my master's. God bless. And I wear a fake ponytail, but I got hair. <laughs> so, you know, how, okay, I need to know who's in the crowd. Do we have any Gen Xers in here? Anyone born in the 80s? Gen X? No? Okay. Any, any millennials? Maybe you were born from like, okay, a millennial gang. Okay. Any Gen Zers here? Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a millennial. Don't ever confuse us for those Gen X fucks because we're actually down to earth. We're with the shit and we know what playing outside is. Okay. <laughs> so um, you feel me? I know that our generation, we're different millennials. I think we're really going to change the world. You know, we're, we're just so passionate we don't stand for nothing we be walking out of jobs and not giving a fuck where the next paycheck gonna come from you know <laughs> oh shit i never quit a job before i got another one lined up though i will never do that shit but you know we we're setting our boundaries you know we're we're starting to draw a line we know where we stand you know back in the day back in the 1940s 1950s you know your grandmamas used to let your granddaddies cheat did you know, if you didn't know, now you know. Our generation would not stand for it. You know, you feel me? Grandma Mabel, she might let Ernest cheat while she at home wiping asses and he chasing tail. But not our generation. We would not have it. You feel me? So, shit, babe, give me the line. <laughs> oh, no, not that line. <laughs> well, shit, now I got to go into that. So, our generation's also hella different, you know. We started to move away from the church and religion. We don't really do that shit no more. I mean, at least I don't. You know, we're more spiritual. Niggas be burning sage now. <laughs> I think that's a little witchcrafty, but that's just me. I wouldn't do it. You know, there's a Bible verse that talks about cleaning out a house of spirits. You got to make sure you fill it with something good or seven more spirits will come in. But I'm not religious, though, I swear. <laughs> well... You know, our generations, we're now into spirituality and meditation. Who meditates? I know Dong Gong Gu. What's the line again? Dajin Lo! Dajin Lo! You know, my generation, we're more into meditating now. So I think meditation does work. Sometimes when I meditate, it actually turns into a prayer. That's just for me. Um, but let me tell you how powerful meditation is. So obviously, I'm pregnant, <laughs> having another boy, and somehow, mysteriously, I contracted a UTI, and it was an asymptomatic UTI, but it was a UTI, and one of the doctor's rules was to make sure you pee after sex. That is a must. So I, didn't, I never had to take sex ed. I didn't know that, <laughs> and now I know. So the doctor was like, make sure you pee after sex, right? So you feel me? Me and my husband, that UTI didn't stop nothing. We still going we, we to do our thing. And uh, so we handling business or whatever, and it's time for me to pee. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the toilet. I'm sitting there for five minutes. Nothing comes out. I chugged hella water. I like drink his water. Nothing was coming out. So I channeled my meditation skills. I closed my eyes. And I just breathed. 
open the floodgates of heaven. I started pissing like I've never pissed before. I'm telling you, meditation works. Maybe meditation might stop niggas from cheating, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How much more time do I have? You're at about six minutes, but I'm being generous. Oh, no, no. I can wrap this shit up like a glove, okay? Uh. I just really appreciate y'all for, you know, rocking with me, the eye contact, engaging with me. I really appreciate it. Maybe I'll do it again. Black people, I don't care about what y'all talking about. Black people, how I do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. Okay, Uh, sister, sis. (laughs) <laughs> she gone. It was good. <laughs> was it? Okay, fuck with me. Um, I don't have Instagram, but you can follow me on Twitter at Love the Queen. That's Love the Queen, but K W E E N. A little different. I'm an AKA, so I get to spruce it up a little bit. But thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening. Hey, congratulations. That was sick. That was sick. Got a lot of people recommending I try this new thing that's been going around called meditation. I'm like, what's that? And so they try to explain it to me. I'm like, huh. It sounds like you're suggesting I take a nap. What you mean I got to be awake for meditation, you know? It sounds like I can get meditation done in the shower. What you mean I got to focus on my breathing? I focus on my breathing every day. For example, when I'm hitting the bomb, got to clear that shit. Hey, but hey, I'm a millennial too. And uh, thank you for contributing to the, to the art of comedy. Jade, right? Jade? Sade. Sade. No, you put two names. You put one in parentheses and then you put another name. Hold up. Hold up. Man, this says straight up. Oh, that's an S? S A B? S A B E. See, I thought this was a J. That's all right. So I thought it was J this whole time. Shot it. It's all right. It, it, it was my first time uh, per, uh, bringing you up. But thank you, man. Thank you. That was sick. You know, I feel like the art of stand up comedy is dying because of the damn Gen Xers or the Gen Zs and all that stuff. They, TikTok is ruining everybody's damn attention span. Ain't nobody can pay attention, but, uh, you know, we're going we to we bring it up. We're going to bring it back, listen to a damn podcast, whatever. Anyways, you guys ready for your headliner? This guy is a seasoned comedian. I see him all over. I see him in the 209 area, and I see him out in the Bay Area. I, saw, I actually saw him on my first official time doing stand-up comedy, and it was like a comedy competition, and he won that night. It was so, no pressure or anything, no pressure, but I, I am a big fan of his art. I, 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 I'm excited to introduce this guy to you guys. This is his first time here at America's Next Top Comedian, so please, get it together. Put your hands and feet together for the comedy stylings of Mr. Jacob Parnell.
Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Keep it going for Marconi, you guys. This is a fantastic show. I am so honored to be here. Man, Sade, that's a tough act to follow. You did outstanding. I don't know. Was that really your first time? I swear. I just write comedy You got to do more. Keep it going. You guys think she should do more? You want to see Sade again? Absolutely. So good. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for supporting local comedy, for keeping this kind of stuff going. I'm super happy to be here. Um, uh, man, where to begin? I was, uh, I'm tall. You, you may have noticed that. People notice that's one of the first things they notice about me. A lot of times people will come up to me, and the very first thing they say is, so how tall are you? They won't say hello. They won't say, how's it going? They won't introduce themselves. Just like, hey, man, make with the stats because you're a tall freak and I need to see some numbers already over here. I'm like, eh, it's kind of weird. I wonder if they go up to people with glasses and say, like, so how blind are you? Oh, yeah, I was supposed to say this, but I forgot. It's last call. <laughs> and I told her that I would, so that's totally on me. Last call. Buy some booze. The jokes get funnier the more that you drink. So there's that. Uh, my wife recently had a baby. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it turns out that making people is not that hard. You, just, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Not that hard at all. Yeah, we had a cute little baby girl. Uh, I was showing her picture to someone the other day, and the lady looked at the picture, then she looked at me, and she said, oh, well, she looks like you, but in a good way. And I'm like, you don't really need to say that second part there. You know, that bit in a good way phrase will really mess with people. You guys should try it out sometime. Like, you can say, oh, I've never seen someone wear so much makeup before, but in a good way. Or you might say, like, oh, my brother-in-law is from Modesto. You know, but in a good way. It's kind of tricky. Uh, it's easy to say the wrong thing, though. Like, I was hanging out with one of my older daughters. The other day, we were coloring with markers, and she went to say a buttload, and she accidentally said a buttful. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you need some more markers down there, sweetheart? And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. I already have a butt full. I was like, I don't think you're using those things correctly there, uh, sweetheart. You have a bunch of kids. You have to name all your kids. People are coming up with, like, unique names for their kids these days. We know a family that named their daughter Ocean. It's kind of unique. It's kind of pretty, but, you know, you don't hear a lot of Oceans. We asked them about it, and they were like, yeah, we named your ocean because we both really like the ocean. And I said, oh, well, in that case, I want to introduce you to my daughter, Cheeseburger, and my son, Hazy IPA, and uh, over there is little baby three-day weekends uh, in the crib there. That's what you're supposed to do. Maybe you did it wrong. My wife and I, we now have five daughters. That is true. Yeah, I got a lot of applause for just had a baby, but when I said five, you guys were like, you backed off a little bit. I could feel the difference. You guys are like, oh, maybe that's too many. I know, right? but no, it's true. We have five daughters. They're like Kevin Hart movies. They just keep coming out, <laughs> you know, one after another. And a lot of people will hear that fact, and they'll say something like, five daughters? That's going to be a nightmare when they're teenagers. And that's another thing you can just kind of keep to yourself. You don't really need to say that. It's not polite to forecast doom on somebody else's good thing. It's like, I don't go up to somebody with a new puppy and say, aww, you know you're going to have a really sad dog funeral someday, right? You can just keep that kind of stuff to yourself. Uh, I was in Costco the other day with all five of my daughters, 
And the lady who was giving out Costco samples, she said, five dollars, you know what that means, right? And I said, no, Costco lady, please tell me, what does that mean? I can't wait to hear the explanation. And she said, five dollars means you're going to need to get five shotguns. And it occurred to me in that moment that this lady has no idea how a shotgun works. She doesn't realize that you can reload a shotgun. You don't need five shotguns. They are not K-cups. This lady would be absolutely useless in a zombie apocalypse, knowing that her shotgun only has one shot. She'd go, you guys, I got one quick. Throw me some more shotguns. Ah!" And then she would die. That's how that goes. Well, I suppose if anybody is going to try to sell me a five-pack of shotguns, it's going to be Costco, right? That's very on-brand for them, five-pack of shotguns. Uh, I can't say too many bad things about Costco, though, because I actually really like Costco. I love Costco. Don't I look like the kind of guy who loves Costco? (laughs) All the signs are here, right? I'm white, so I love Costco. (laughs) that's, That's pretty much how that goes. I was, uh, I was on the phone the other day, and I was on a customer service menu, like, you know, one of those recordings, those bots that tries to help you out, and the recording said, enter your membership number one digit at a time, and I thought, is there any other way to enter your membership number than one digit at a time? Like, are there really people out there mashing their keypads, trying to enter all 13 numbers at once, and once I'm going like, why isn't this working? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> you guys still with me? You guys still here? You guys are the, the MVPs of the night because you stuck it out and you stayed till the bitter end. We saw some great comics. This has been a lot of fun. I'll do a couple more for you guys. Um, anybody watching that Dahmer series on Netflix? Yeah, you see, it's, kind of, it's about a serial killer, so it's kind of a weird question to ask. Like, hey, who's down with the serial mother? But, uh, you know, I watched some of that. It's kind of, it's kind of strange. My wife is not watching the show, but she walked by during this one interesting scene. It wasn't too bad, but like, there's a scene where Jeffrey Dahmer sneaks into a department store and he steals a mannequin. You know, like a psycho does. It made a lot of sense to him. But my wife is walking by, she sees that and she goes, did he just steal that mannequin? That is so rude. And I said, yeah, I mean, I think that's why they gave him so many consecutive life sentences, you know? (laughs) He was a rude guy, that Jeffrey Dahmer, not a very considerate fellow there. When they read the verdict at his trial, it sounded like this. The people of Wisconsin versus Jeffrey Dahmer. For 15 counts of murder, 10 counts of cannibalism, and one count of first-degree mannequin theft, we the jury find the defendant rude. He was a rude guy. It's true. Uh, I, was, uh, I was outside my neighborhood the other day, and I saw this really tough-looking guy, like, get on a Harley, like he's ready to go for a Harley ride. I mean, like, he just, he just looked like he was G'd up, and he had, like, a leather vest with a skull on the back, and he wasn't wearing a helmet. You know, he's, he's, like, blasting this loud music out of his Harley speakers, and I was like, whoa, this guy's pretty tough. And then the last thing he did to get ready for his ride was he carefully took out a tube of chapstick, and he applied it gingerly and intentionally to his lips. I thought, yeah, I mean, we can't go out and raise hell with dry lips. That's, everybody knows that, right? (laughs) By the way, don't tell that guy that I said that because I will be murdered, and then you will be murdered too. You're all culpable 
Um, let's see. I'll wrap things up. Well, actually, okay. I'm going to try one thing. Mer uh, Chucky Fun. He did a lot of impressions. God bless him. I'm a little, so I'm a little nervous to follow uh, all of his, uh, you know, world of impressions with mine. But there's an impression that I've been working on, and I want to try it for you guys. I do it for my my daughters, and they like it. So maybe you guys will like it too. Okay, uh, give me a show of applause. How many of you are familiar with like the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. Okay. I think they made some books out of that uh, movie too. But um, there's this character named Hermione Granger. So I've been working on my Hermione Granger impression. So if you're not familiar with Harry Potter. Hermione, you need to know three things about her for this impression to make sense. One, Hermione is very loyal. Two, Hermione is very smart. And three, Hermione is muggle-born, which means that she is non-magical. She had parents that were not magical. Okay, so this is my impression of Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter franchise. I'm Hermione Granger! So it's a work in progress, and I'm still working it out. There's some, there's some things I need to iron out, I suppose. Uh, it may not surprise anybody to learn that doing comedy is not my full-time gig. It's more like my midlife crisis that I force people to watch. <laughs> so thanks for watching. I appreciate that. No, my full-time job is I'm actually, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. I work for a church, and I preach on Sundays. You guys are like staring at me blankly like, What? You should have said something. How could you spring this on us? Do we have any Jesus people in the house tonight? Hey, okay, we got one. We got, we got a few. Okay, that's okay. I'll, uh, I'll try to pull some strings for the rest of you guys. That's, that's, that's all right. Now, a lot of people from my church like think it's, they're surprised that, uh, that I do stand-up comedy, and people from the comedy world are surprised to find out that I'm a pastor. But there's actually a lot of similarities between the two. Like in both cases, whenever I get up to talk, most people aren't listening. The pay is about the same. Uh, people say Jesus Christ a lot in both worlds. And uh, one thing that I have noticed is, I, I, I forgot the, the punchline. Marconi? That was it. Yeah, he remembered it. All right, here it is. Let's, let's pretend like I didn't mess up. You can edit that out in the recording. All right. It's all good. And the last similarity is that they both seem to go over better if folks have been drinking. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm going to say one more thing, and uh, then I'm going to hand it back over to Marconi. Uh, this is a shameless plug, but speaking of my midlife crisis, I recently wrote a book. Uh, and this is true. This is the book that I wrote. It's called Stories, The Adventures of Carlton Kemp. This isn't a bit. This is actually, it's a fiction book. It's a story about a young guy, and he's, he has some wacky adventures. Uh, if you like my comedy styles, like give the book a browse, read the back. I got copies for sale for 10 bucks. Uh, it's gas money for me, and it helps me get home. Otherwise, uh, if anybody could give me a ride, that would be swell. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys. This is such a fun room. Give it up for Marconi for putting all this together. Super awesome. Thanks so much, dude. Appreciate it. Give it up one more time for the headliner, Jacob. All right, guys. I think the venue is closed. I see all these employees standing around with their arms crossed just waiting for me to wrap it up. So uh, I have to get home. I got some Call of Duty to play. It's been an honor telling these jokes. Uh, I think we're trying to make this a monthly thing out here. So uh, stay tuned. Have a good night. Be safe. Don't be like the mayor. All right. See y'all later.
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 